This is the Department of Promethean Science, stealing fire from the gods to make a better life for you and me. It is Thursday, July 10th, 2014, and I'm improvising this week with T.C. Mathurin, who's an improviser and a guy I really like a lot. I think that uh, you'll be able to tell from our discussion what a true believer he is, and he's also just a ton of fun to watch play. I think he's a great improviser, and we wound up being able to play for quite a while in a scene. I think that was a lot of fun for both of us. So we'll get on to that. Oh, and you may have noticed that I'm back. Uh, yes, after for uh, regular listeners, after turning episode one over one, uh, 101 over to Eli Mandel, and thank him very much for doing it with his pal Jake Regal, uh, I'm back uh, at the end of the 100th episode, in case uh, you weren't following the storyline, uh, Eli uh, just made a joke about being the uh, new host of the podcast, and I thought, you know... Why not take that opportunity to do a story within a story and actually listen to somebody that was on the on the podcast and made an interesting comment and turned it into a show move and uh, have him host for that episode. So that was a blast for me, uh, probably mostly for my enjoyment um, more than anybody else's. But that's why we went that way. I've snatched it back though, and uh, you know I, I think that I probably have another hundred episodes in me before I actually relinquish it to Eli in the future. Although, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I have no uh, no idea what my capacity for true tiredness may be. Oh, also, um, big news uh, coming up. Um, next week, uh, Thursday, July 17th, 2014, I'm doing uh, another live podcast. It'll be the last show that I do in the uh, current building for I.O. before the uh, building shuts down and moves. So that's kind of a cool thing for me. Uh, I'm getting to do a live podcast there in the Del Close Theater at 1030 upstairs. Uh, $5 free for students. We'll see who shows up and I'll do my usual live podcast thing of if I haven't played with somebody who shows up and I see them there and I decide to ask them to play that's who my guest will be so i can't announce it yet i do not know who it will be but i'm very much looking forward to it it should be a good time and it's very generous really i got to thank caesar uh jamie for setting it up for me and uh hopefully we'll have a good time i'm working on a possible opener that i'm a big fan of all the folks involved in it so we'll see how that goes uh either you'll see a great team and then the podcast, or you'll just see the podcast, depending on how it all washes out. And if you don't come to that, go see the scene downstairs. It's a show that I love playing, um, but I won't be playing it that night. I'll be upstairs doing the live podcast. So please consider checking that out. If you've got a suggestion for myself and a guest for a future podcast, please send along to the email address at prometheanscience at gmail.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-T-H-E-A-N science at gmail.com with the subject line suggestion. Suggestion, and then whatever you care for that suggestion to be in the body of the email, we'll open it up, my guest and I, right before we start to improvise, read it, and go from there. If you've got any other kind of correspondence, please feel free to send along to the same email address with anything else on the subject line, and I will try to open that up and get back to you uh, as quickly as I can, probably within about the order of a month. Um, so, uh, gosh, lots of announcements and explanations, so we should get on to uh, the pod, uh, the actual scene here. Um 
It's good stuff. Oh, but I will take a, a quick moment. Of course, it won't be the the uh, routine without the without a recommendation. Uh, finally, we start. We finally got. Uh, we finally subscribed to HBO here at the house, and so I've finally been able to catch up with something I've been wanting to see for a while. Uh, the show Bored to Death uh, with Jason Schwartzman and Ted Danson, Zach Galifianakis. It's sort of a a, a, a quirky stoner um, detective show, uh, and I have been really enjoying it. I've torn through it. I'm like starting out the third season. So if you have uh, access to HBO, it is worth checking back on in case you were one of the many that uh, never checked out in the first place. It may be a, a little precious, but I am really enjoying myself with it. Check it out! But uh, since you already started listening, maybe you should check this out instead. Uh, here's TC Mathurin and I improvising to a suggestion from Tyler Davis, and that suggestion was two more miles! I let you down. I let you down, Mark. No. No, I don't think so. It's a three-legged race. It takes both of us. Yeah, well... You drug me past the line. You drug me past the finish line. Well, yeah, I know. We got, uh, you know, we got third place. So, you know, it's a coupon for biscuits, which we will enjoy together. And, I mean, at least, you know, at least we weren't one of the other two people in the race that finished out of the top three. We're the median mark. We got it. We did a fine job. You know, when we're bound together, we're one creature. So, I'm not going to... I'm your lame leg. No nope. Lame leg. Nope. Nope. We're, well, you're, if, uh, you, maybe you're our weak leg. You know, if you want. I was but screaming. It's us, I was on the ground screaming. I was yelling. Yeah. Ta- take me out. Get me out of here. Well, and you we, drug me. Yeah, well, we I said, leave me, Mark. I, I'm going no further. If I cut you free and ran across the finish line, they would obviously DQ me for a three-legged race because I would be a... It'd be a, I'd only have two at that point. So we did what we did. We got through it okay. I want to thank you for even coming to this. I'm not eating you know? any of the biscuits, okay? I'm not eating any of the biscuits. No, we earned that together. And I'm not going to not... I'd drag you or no, you know? Yeah. If you were... Uh, if you fought me more or if you were a bigger person, that dragging would have been much harder to do. So in your way, you cooperated and helped me uh, help me get it. Help me push. Know, I'm, never, I'm not going to not come to Brother Day with you, okay? <sighs> Well, you know... You're uh, never going to have to dra- drag me to this. Yeah. You know that? Oh, good. I'm going to be... So you'll be here. I'll be here yeah, every no, year I, I, for I, Brother Day. I'm just saying... I'm, I super appre- I just really appreciate it. Okay? I don't want you to feel bad when you have to cut the cord. No, I... Everything we do to... It's all the events together are two brothers doing the things together. I There's no other option for me. And I'm happy to take what... I'm so happy to have a brother, you know, because for what? <laughs> Was it like... Like uh, thirty years, I didn't know, you know. Yeah, and then you so know, this I, is a big deal. I mean, all these guys have known each other all their lives, and then all of a sudden, you know, we each get a letter that our biological mother had two families. Can I be honest, Mark? Yeah, I feel like I knew. What? I feel like I had a gut feeling. I had. I, I had no idea. Every time I was getting bullied at school or something like that, I said, "Me and my bro is gonna get you." But you didn't have anybody. I didn't have you. anybody yet. But I knew. I knew you were out there. I wish I had that kind of uh, attunement. Yeah. You know, with the. Uh, yeah. I've got this list, Mark, of no. bullies from school, and I just was wondering if oh, you take boy. a look at it for me. This, I'm skinny. I'm from, scrawny, and I'm done. You know, I'm the little is guy. This still from. From, this the, from school. From middle school, yeah. 
Seems like that's kind of a few years ago. It's got some stains and stuff on it. Yeah, no, it's all... Is it... I mean... I did it with crayon. Because what? You're... What? Now? You're like 26? I'm 26 now, yeah. I mean, that's like uh, half your life ago. Well, I got held back a few times too, Mark, so it's not... I think you're... Yeah. What? I mean, decade top? I mean... (laughs) 11 years or so. 11 years or so? I'm not counting, Mark. I'm not not counting, okay? Well, it's just... There's no timeline on justice. Justice, what did these kids do to you? Oh, God, you're going to make me recap that? Yeah, what did, uh, what did Craig Baggis do to you? He would make me do his homework, you know, on well, a regular basis. Okay, well, that is a, a, that's pretty severe. I mean, I yeah. probably would have made the softball team, you know, if I wasn't in my room constantly uh-huh. doing Craig's homework. Well, and you probably would have got not gotten held back if you had it. Had the opportunity to do. If I could have done my own homework. Yeah, as well as somebody else's. So no, I guess I can understand why. I mean, okay. I mean, but you know, I I don't want to do anything violent or illegal. But okay, sure. Maybe we should. It wouldn't be the worst idea in the world. I mean, maybe to sort of like see if he'd be willing to make an amends or yeah, you know, sort of hold just, him down, just, spit on him. Something well, like that. I don't, no, I think that could be. That's you yeah. know, as an adult, that's assault. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I'm just. You know not, what assault is, Mark? Uh, assault is well, I mean, holding someone down in a bathroom and singing very terrible songs at him. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's, that's terrible. No, that's. I mean, that would that would probably qualify as. You a, know how dirty as, a bathroom floor is, Mark? Yeah, oh, grotesque. Especially, I assume, at a school. It was which would be school. even. Oh, yeah. That seems like there wouldn't be a filthier surface. <laughs> in the world than a middle school bathroom floor, probably, right? Thank you. you know, so I, I, what I'm getting is your consent to take a baseball bat to this gentleman. No, it's I'm not consenting to. I'm not. I'm not implying or or uh, or. No, I think that's way over the top. Did you have fun today, Mark? Yeah, I had a blast. It was great. Brother Day was great. You want to have another Brother Day next year? You know, I think. This extortion tactic may come from a behavior you learned because of bullying. And so, you know, I'm going to break the cycle right now and say I would love to have a brother day, but only under conditions that were loving and brotherly. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to be, you know, squeaky from induced into like Mark, a... I didn't, I didn't want to use this. I didn't want to use this tactic. Don't, don't use the tactic. No, don't. Stop. You're going to have to breathe. You're not going to be able... You'll knock yourself out, and then you'll start breathing. That's what's... That's, and if we have to do this... You know, we didn't get the opportunity to do this when we were kids, so let's relive... Let's relive the tank. Ah. Yeah, see? There you uh, go. No. You can't no. choke yourself uh. without a device. Uh. You need a device to do it. You're being a child. You're being a child. You're being a huge child. Oh, we had a great time. We had a great time today, and we competed in various events, and we won some biscuits. And isn't that enough? Can't we put the rest of it behind us? Look. I mean, you know, if you feel like uh, you're missing something, you're still a young man. I'll, like, uh, I'd be happy to throw a few bones your way if you wanted to take some night school classes, if there's something you feel like educationally you missed out on. You want to throw me back into the system, Mark? No, I'm not telling you to go back to middle school. You want to throw me back in the system? I doubt very much that there will be night school bullies. Oh, you don't think so? No, I don't don't think think so. so. No, I think that people have jobs and things going on in their lives that will, you know, would prevent them from, you know, engaging in the kinds of things that, uh... No bullies at night school. I'm not. I mean, I can't say there will be no bullies well, I'm just because saying, there's bullies uh, in every walk of life. There's an open stage. market. There. But there's an open market there. I just don't think it's going to be this. Wait, 
an open market. Are you talking about becoming the bully of I night school? I think you do night class. No, I guitar don't. class. I don't think that's a great idea yeah. either. Like, yeah. there's, you know, I don't think you should try to extract from the system what the system did to you either. You know, it's, again, I'm going to come back to this theme of breaking the cycle. I think maybe that's the, you know, Brother Day's been great. <laughs> it's justice, Mark, okay? <laughs> and it's going to be served. It, uh, Whether it is on Craig or on some poor kid trying to take a mathematics class between a 40-hour week job. You know, Dave, I don't think that's a great idea. I don't, I'm not going to support that approach, you know? So civilization has come a long way in the thousands of years since Hammurabi's Code. So Hammurabi's Code? Yeah, an eye for an eye? What, nope. What? Okay, well... You're rubbing in your education. No, 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 no. I mean, I think maybe if you're interested, we've discovered a, a class you could take, you know, Law of the Ancient World or some such thing. Look, you were, you were, I'm sure you were tough. You're a big guy. Okay, I don't even see how we're from the same gene pool. Oh, yeah, no, this is all... This is, what are you, two, 200, 250, pure muscle? Well, I mean, you know, some of it, it's not all muscle. I mean, some of it's You're gone. chiseled, okay? No, I saw it's... you ripped your shirt off while you were dragging me across the, the dirt floor. And, you, and you're, you're chiseled, all the other sisters and brothers were looking well, at I you. Well, I just like to keep in shape, you know, as much as I can and be moderate in my excesses. What I'm saying is you don't know what it's like, all right? You've never had this, okay? You've never been bullied. I guarantee that, Mark. I guarantee you've never been bullied. You know, I feel a little bit like I'm being bullied now. <laughs> You think this is bullying? Yeah, this is bullying. You think this is worse than being stuck to a flagpole and having a trumpet blown in your ear? Wow, no, that does sound really bad. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. I had a rough middle school experience, okay? Okay, 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 okay. I was hoping okay. I'd come here today. We'd meet, we'd bond, and then we'd... You know, we'd, we'd have a, a not just a brotherhood, but a friendship where we could go around. Yeah, we have a friendship. A friendship where we could go seeking revenge on the list of people no, that I've been in before you. That's a friendship. That's a criminal partnership. Oh, that's <laughs> a, just a, a synonym for the things that I want to do with you, okay? It's a bonding experience, just like Brother Day. Let's leave Brother Day as Brother Day, and then we can work the rest of this stuff out later. Maybe we can come to a compromise. I'd be willing to maybe do a prank. A prank? Yes, a prank would be fine. Let's go fill someone's mailbox with shaving cream. Shaving cream or dynamite or something? No, not dynamite. <laughs> no, you're, you're talking malicious stuff now. No. This is... <sighs> you're frustrated with me. I Yeah, I guess I am a little frustrated. I've made this difficult for you. This whole day. Not, not just the no, end of the experience. Let's the whole day not ruin Brother Day. I did, and you know what? That's what I've been doing. I've been ruining it. No. I've been selfish. No. You drag me to the finish line just like you're dragging me right now. We just have a different point of view on how an adult should interact with the world at this stage of their life. I'm an idiot. No. You're not I'm an idiot. Moron, you, had, you, got the, you got the short straw. And now it's time to... I don't, I don't deserve you. Share. I don't deserve you, Mark. Whatever straw lengths we have. I'm the type so of person we... I don't deserve as a brother. You know that? I'm scum. Hey, look at me. I, I'm, I'm scum. I just... This just seems emotionally manipulative. <laughs> and the end product is that you're going to ask me to do I'm something horrible man, to Mark. someone. And, I'm a very weak man. I'm and, just scum. And I need help. No, you're... Just, I need help, Mark. You're my brother, and I love you very much. I love and you, we've Mark. had a great day. Mark, I love you. I love you too, Dave. You do? Yeah. I'd do anything for you. <laughs>
see. I, I see exactly where I we're going. I just said I love and I would do anything for you. That's all I'm saying. Okay, Mark. well, I love you too, Dave. And I would, I would certainly do whatever was healthy and reasonable for you. <laughs> okay. You know, yeah. that wasn't... Now we're getting you know, something. Wasn't, <laughs> no, no, I'm just no, saying, no. In, in terms of no, our relationship, yes. our brotherly relationship. Okay. We can walk hand in hand and do brotherly things. Don't, don't put the focus on me like I'm trying to manipulate you into some sadistical thing because that's not what I'm doing here. I'm just thinking maybe we could go to a, a, a farmer's market and go shopping for some fresh herbs. Oh, yeah, that sounds Have nice. a cooking class. Yeah, no, it's a perfect deal. Only some 12-year-olds in the park. I'm out on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and that's our time. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. Great. All right. Uh, so, so it was, that was really fun. It was really, really was fun. fun. I feel good. like uh, there was uh, once we sort of like you know it, it it was pretty pretty swiftly we figured out like what was going on, and then just sort of like you know I I, I think he did a great job of just kind of like sorting out the dynamic you know and it's like once you put that on the table it's really easy to just keep playing it and enriching it and sort of like rotating around it you know I mean I thought that was really really wound up being really cool very quickly you know because at first sort of just like being being disappointing in, in the race you know was like one way to start but then as soon as it's sort of being like as soon as it turned into just sort of like you're sort of a sad sack, but one that has, has sort of like the cycle of abuse trauma, <laughs> you know, imprinted on yeah. you. It was, and all I had to be was just sort of like somewhat reasonable and a good person, yeah. you know. So. Uh, something that I find I'm always working on, and that's and and something that you're you're, I find that you're always so good at, but also I was evident here is that like. Not passing over stuff, certain things. Oh, uh huh, yeah. And so, yeah. like, if you bring something up, and I, so that's why at the beginning I was definitely backtracking on some stuff because I was like, oh, God, I did, like, he, <laughs> he's dropping all these good things for him, and I'm just, I'm just passing over and looking for the next thing, like the biscuits thing, and, uh, and, and there was a few other things, and like, oh, being small, you said being small, and I, I just glazed over that. <laughs> uh, well, I feel like, I, I don't know, I mean, like, that's, it's, it's probably good that you, you, like, were able to sort of, like, collect those things as we went along but I felt like you're like I, I didn't feel that way at all I, f- I felt it was like if anything I thought you were retaining things like really sharply to in a way that really helped kind of like you know as we exchanged those pieces of information the fact that we both sort of said them back to each other so naturally mm-hmm. you know made it feel made, made it it to me feel like it really made the 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 reality like fill out and become very solid very yeah. quickly. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that that it was that you know I just read one of the names on the list and it was Craig Baggis, and then you know it was like a minute and a half, two minutes later when you just said Craig again, mm-hmm. and it was very clear that you just like picked that up and had it, you know, had mm-hmm. it in there. Yeah, and there's there was a lot of stuff like that where it was kind of like uh, we we didn't have. I don't think we really had any contextual errors, mm-hmm. you know, and it was mostly you sort of like picking up context and then like using it, you yeah. know, as as like part of the scene. So I was really like, it was extremely easy for me. For me, <laughs> well, I'm I mean, like, yeah, you know, it was just like, oh, everything that's getting put out there is getting uh, r- r- like bounced back 
in a way that isn't just reiteration, but is actually sort of like, you know, weaving it back mm-hmm. into what we were doing. So it was like. Well, I, f- I find a lot of times whenever like, not just because that's something I, I try to. I'm, I've recently been trying to work on is that like hyper listening and like. Yeah. Because you can, I, I I did a workshop the other day at Playground and I just worked on listening and and the fact that you can have a whole scene on just like like the smallest thing and not move away from it. I mean, you can move away from it, but the fact that like it's people get so scared of like just sticking to this one thing and instead of and like and so they end up throwing all this extra stuff out there and I do I'm oh, guilty, yeah, yeah. more guilty than yeah. anybody out there just like throwing throwing it all against the wall to see what sticks but then not paying attention to the wall exactly, you know? exactly. and then you're, like, yeah, you're never looking back to see what's back there yeah. whenever you can all I mean honestly I mean we were throwing we, we were juggling a, a good bit of stuff which I love I love juggling those those balls in the air but also I love a scene where it's just talking about two guys just talking about their opinions on cleaning a carburetor. Yeah, <laughs> and like I could see that for a whole show. Yeah, well, it can get, get it can be very reflective of all the things that uh, that it, you know. I mean, it's for for if you have such a focus, it can it can reveal so many kind of like facets of your character of how you react to the little things. Mm-hmm. You know, which kind of speaks to how you react to the big things. I mean, that's one of the great things about that show that. Uh, Dan Backedall and Ed Furman do the train wreck is mm-hmm. that's basically the whole thing. It's yeah. like those guys in a conversation. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's so much about the minutiae of details and like kind of the reality that they wind up creating. And they're really good about like sort of cycling back over things and kind of using things in, in different ways and different layers so that it just keeps building and building and building, you know? And if it, it, to me it feels almost like a cheat in a way. But mm-hmm. like cause for for me, at least, when I when I'm doing when I'm back going repeating something or something, I feel like to an audience it seems like, like oh like we're like doing magic or something just remembering certain things. Right. <laughs> you know, and, but to, for me, I'm just like reminding myself not like yeah I'm just yeah. cheating. I'm just like reminding myself all the stuff that we had set up before, so we're not dropping anything. So yeah, well, I think that's good though. You know, I mean, because it's, it's sort of it's a reflection of um, it's a it's a reflection of our reality right mm-hmm. you know so I mean like hey, like before we started recording like my cat was fucking around <laughs> a, a bunch and I just kept going back to say things about my cat uh-huh. you know I mean it was like because he was still there in the room yeah. you know and so that's something that that happens yeah. you know so I, I think it's less a you know it's I, I think it's one of those things where it's like maybe it feels like a cheater or a trick but it's it's it, it's something that we actually do, and so you know, I don't think that we should steer. I, I definitely don't feel like we should steer away from things that we actually are inclined to do, um, just just because they feel like they may have mechanical value. Yeah. You know, it's like that's, that's part true. of like sort of I think developing your um, your point of view as like an improviser and a, as an artist is like realize be, becoming comfortable with those things that you know sort of. The, the mechanics of which are exposed to us mm-hmm. over the course of how we play and then we start trying to like get away from them because we've had some analysis and yeah. some training with mm-hmm. them and that we think of them other than you know other than kind of a human ex- experience yeah. but it's like nah it's you know that's one of the things we do it's great that's true know? and I just want I just want people to believe you know? And you know what? So. That, to to piggyback on that, like especially with with the scene we just did, and also with your cat, I think it, it like having that like it's different 
two guys talking about a carburetor is one thing, but two guys that really care about. Or so like like they like you like you care about your cat, and that's why yeah. it's like, yeah, I could hear you talk about your cat all day because you care about your cat. And right. Like your cat, it's fun. It's fun. Just like this, these characters really caring about uh, each other, and like also yeah. my character really caring about revenge and stuff. Yeah. So like it's it's weird how like having those things about like just just caring about something well it's like a recurrent focus on what's interesting to you mm-hmm. you know and like that's yeah in the scene that's what the, the, the I I just want us to enjoy brother day and I want you to not feel bad like I'm satisfied I was just happy to be out yeah. there and I was satisfied yeah. with how we did and we were a reasonable winner for uh, we were we were right in the middle of a five five way three legged race <laughs> yeah. so you know and, and then and yeah and, and I it's just that that the you know kind of like the 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 natural game of like it's just wants right yeah. like it's not even like we're I think that's the thing that was gratifying to me about it is that it wasn't like a okay here's a here's the game that we're gonna play mm-hmm. but it actually was like we both had wants like mm-hmm. things that we really wanted and those things that we really wanted were what drove us into the those nicks and crannies yeah. of that conversation and I mean I think that was a pretty long scene because we just had we kept being able to talk about mm-hmm. stuff you know and it was like at no at no point was I like we gotta get out of this thing I was mm-hmm. just like man I can keep having this conversation because sure. we can keep sort of like seeing it from each other's perspective but then getting back to the fact that you really just want me to go help bully people with yeah. you know because I'm a big guy <laughs> and like oh that's that, I love the dynamic of those characters but that's one of those things two things with that I, I, I think of so much stuff at, at the same time but uh, one that's one of my things about like how they say like in a lot of beginner improv classes they'll say don't argue or don't and I, yeah. th- I think that's like a thing, maybe to like a rule to beginning to be mm-hmm. broken later. But that's one of my favorite things, like what we just did. Like I yeah. think Farrell, the thing I was gonna say, Farrell Walsh teaches a workshop, and he he does this thing where he's like, once this person, once you figure out their thing, like you're either a hundred percent with them, or even more so, or you're crushing them. And like, <laughs> like and so like it, like the exact opposite way, like try to tear them down. And that's like my favorite thing. Yeah, I kind of, I mean, that's the thing to me. I feel like is is the thing that. You know, I think that they, you know, the the initial instruction is to stay away from arguments because they because you can see actors arguing a lot initially as improvisers were agreeing yeah. to disagree. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, we're we're agreeing on the reality, mm-hmm. but the characters that we're playing may have a disagreement. But rather than having two people sort of just using sort of their cleverness. And their invention to battle each other over what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, that's not really that gratifying because nothing ever solidifies. Mm-hmm. But if if we're both there and we're sort of you know kind of accept that the reality is what it is, then we should be able to have any kind of interaction that yeah. would be natural, you know. And then the thing about arguments, I really think, is that like as long as you care more about the person that you're arguing with than you do about the argument, mm-hmm. then there's, there's plenty of fuel there to yeah. improvise. I mean, if you, if you care more about the argument, then really it should be a very brief scene where you both leave. Right. You know, cause neither one of you want Everyone's to be there. Divorced you know? or <laughs> yeah. Up or, yeah. You know, or just, it's some stranger and you hate each other mm-hmm. and you are going to get out of there. But if you like, but the intensity of actually like, caring and investing in someone while still having that argument, yeah. you know, is like certainly something that we can all kind of relate to. No, yeah. <laughs> you know? And then also like the scenes where like 
you see these, like the, they have almost like the ebb and flow of like two people that have established such a good relationship at the top that two things could happen. They could fight, they argue the rest of the scene, but in the, once the scene's over, you know that everything's okay. Or the see, argument, they can go in, in and out of arguments. Like, yeah, like yeah. I love the scenes where it's like two people, like just everything's okay, and then something gets brought up, they argue <laughs> for a little bit, but then like, okay, all right, and they settle back down and like love each other again. And yeah, well, it's kind of what we had. Yeah. It's like that. It's a wave, you uh-huh. know, of like, of. You you really like want what you want, but then at the same time you have respect and care for the person that you're with, so you're able to sort of so and then it becomes kind of almost like the duel of like whether you're pu- pushing or pulling yeah. back, you know, whether you're showing that you can give or driving at what you yeah. want. So just like the you know that the, the the piece of that where you're like, yeah, we can do this thing or we can do that thing or the, and then maybe we can go bully some 12 year old kids. You know? <laughs> but no, that's like, it's weird. I think it's because your character was so good. Because <laughs> my, like, my character, I don't think really cared about your, about Mark that much. Like, yeah, it's almost no, like he like, he found just, out he, he had like yeah. a big rough brother and like, it was definitely, I definitely had the sense of like, you, you, I was a useful tool, yeah. you know, but it was because you're so damaged that yeah. like, I, that you're like, <laughs> that, you know, maybe you didn't have the capacity to have the, that close, the closeness of relationship <laughs> because you're so damaged and really like, you're so hurt that all you can think about is getting back at the people that yeah. hurt you and you're going to have to work through all that stuff. Yeah one way or another before mm-hmm. you would actually be able to have the style of relationship yeah. that I wanted. Right, you know? exactly. Which is, uh, which I think is, is like, is like reasonable, is real. It could, that could really happen. You oh, know? yeah. So like, that to me I think was, is kind of a really interesting thing, you know? And I'm happy, I mean, it seemed like it was, it was, it, I, you know, because there's a, a piece of me that was worried kind of on the, just on the level of mechanics of like, I, I was hoping that I, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't too frustrating that I kept sort of, sort of subverting what the obvious sort of like, you know, kind of offer was of me kind of like get you know agreeing to yeah. do the agreeing to do the horrible things that you wanted yeah. me to do, and it's like I could see that, and there's like this, you know, there's this there's this pathway out in front of me where I'm like, well, I could just sort of I could start being like, okay, yeah, I'll do that, you know, and, and like. That, that could be a completely fruitful way to have the scene play out. And maybe, you know, more conventionally sort of, like, dr- like driving at something. But it's just, it's just not the way I felt. You yeah. know, it's not, not the way that my, my character fell out. I felt like I probably... I had like I had the awareness of what was going on, yep. and the way that the scene started and the way that it kind of put me in a point of view, I just was like not gonna not gonna yeah. be fooled into you know I love that and I so, think that makes good. it like a, a much more fun scene. it was really fun for me I yeah. just want I you know it's one of those questions I, I, I guess are kind of like that does reveal itself to me where I'm like I hope it wasn't too subversive of a choice to the you know to a, a you know to the narrative of the scene to like have <laughs> it be much more like this scene is really about us trying to relate even though they were coming from yeah. much different places rather than it's a scene about me being convinced because I'm so big and strong to help you yeah. enact a bully, <laughs> you know, to, to start bullying, you which know. I, you know, it's like either one of those kind of like pro- retroactively, I think the narrative would be fine, sure. but it's just the way that it, that it fell out for me this time. And I was like, 
you know, it felt like it went well. I just was yeah. hoping that it wasn't. I loved it. Yeah. I'm impressed that, I mean, my, I don't know, I, I haven't been doing improv for that long, but my brain, I feel like kind of, sh- it shuts off in a way. Oh, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. so like, I, yeah. like the fact that you can even like think to make those choices and like, because like, I'm like, like even those like going back and like just not draw, I'm just worried, <laughs> not like listening as hard as possible and also like. But also, I think like the thing about if both character, if all, both people are in, and I'm not, I can't always lock into it. You know, Kyle Bethea is my coach over at, C- yeah, at yeah. CIC, and he's, I think, the best coach. Yeah, he's great. Maybe he's, I don't he's, know. But he's, in, he's fantastic. He's, he's just really, uh, he he's he is so um, ar- like architecturally insightful about how shows yeah. go together, you know, and like and moves. He's, you know? I've learned more from him than I have in any improv class that I've ever taken yeah, in yeah. my entire he's, life. He's awesome. Uh, he talks a lot about like get, getting into characters and it doesn't always happen for me, but once you're locked into that character, yeah. Yeah. You could have said anything as the brother and and I would have known exactly what yeah. to say, you know, yeah. and then once yeah. you're in that that zone, I, it's yeah. Well, I think that's that's kind of the space that I was in is that like after after sort of the, the our first kind of like our the the way that that it kind of first built out in those first few you know sort of within the first minute of the scene it was like who I who I was was decided by mm-hmm. our interaction yeah. and so it's more like I, yeah I just was him mm-hmm. but there's a piece of me that's observational where I'm like I'm the choices I'm making are going to be the choices I'm making because yeah. I'm this character. But there's this piece of me, like sort of satellite floating out there, going, "Huh? Well, I, you know, what is? I hope that the, who I have become is not too, yeah. you know, is not too destructive to a, a particular desire for how the scene uh-huh. should go. You know, and it's like it's 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 kind of I, so I do have that, yeah. you know, of like. Just sort of like the the watching, the diagnostic, you know. See, but also, if I wanted to, I couldn't really yeah. stop. It it would be gear grinding. It would probably take me out of it I if I suddenly went. Yeah. Okay. Let's go, boys. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. I I think that's something. I I wonder if that's something that like develops that outside satellite mind in a way because I have so much trouble like. Like I I I I like I enjoy being in the scene and stuff like that, but it, when it comes to like how, how like uh, how this affects the show and stuff like that, oh yeah yeah, the whole I'm still working on that part of like I guess that satellite brain of like sure just just being able to think yeah. both sides of it instead of well I think I also think that's total I mean like that it's that's not even who who knows I mean that it may just be sort of like an action of anxiety I I really feel like when you're in stuff you should just be in stuff yeah. and when you then your your job is like when you're outside of a scene mm-hmm. that's when you should be doing your show architecting yeah. you when know it's like lines. observing and and seeing how you know allowing what you see to sort of like spark your next inspiration mm-hmm. for how you can start to move the pieces together but the actual you know sort of flesh of a show should be should, should be what's improvised yeah. you know? and so you kind of can't plan that you can kind of set it up yeah. if you're yeah. like I think this is going to be interesting but then it should be Improvisation, so that so that you know, so that where you have gone is the net product of what you have done, yeah. rather than what you have spontaneously planned right. before you do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just I, sometimes I feel like I'm the guy that just goes on stage and is yelling at everybody, <laughs> and it makes everyone else pick up. <laughs> you know, I'm just well, like, I I feel like that guy yeah. too sometimes. You know, like I there's a there you know depending on what I'm playing with, uh, what whether I'm Acting as an architect or as sort of a 
destructive id force, mm-hmm. you know, kind of varies. Yeah. And it, it, it's, I mean, I'm, and that's why I, I so enjoy playing the different things I play is that it, it gives me an opportunity to, to play in different ways. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, you know, like a like a Herald show, I feel like I, I usually have to be a little bit more of, you know, more of a dry, like a like an intellectual, mechanical thinker about mm-hmm. how a show goes together, even if I am a, a, a creature of, of desire and madness mm-hmm. inside of the things that I do. Whereas, like, if I play a, you know, playing like a, well, even a Rainbow Deli show, but even more extreme, like a boyish show. Mm-hmm. Well, bo- a boyish, I'm, I may be the only one who's who's more rational there, but like, <laughs> you know, like so it's it's you know it's where I'm, I can be much more just kind of like a emotional, you know, like mm-hmm. whimsical, yeah. like whatever, follow my urges yeah. kind of thing, you know, rather than sort of be like calculating what sort of what sort of tone or energy yeah. or you know like what has to, what ought to happen next yeah. before I just I, you know throw myself at that and see how it goes right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's funny yeah I, I'm on it uh, my coach at IO is Mark Logsdon yeah Who's Mark's like, great I'm so yeah, lucky Mark's great too. all those guys but he gave me the, I, we had a yeah show you got a, a great set of coaches did, right? to work with yeah. uh, he gave me a note the other night he was like good show guys TC you gotta yeah I mean maybe just Stop yelling so much. <laughs> Which is not not even like that like bad show or anything. It's just like that's I I feel like I need to get something else in my wheelhouse. I play such angry angry men and women that maybe like I need to try a different range. Oh, that's really funny. Well, it's good. I mean, it's good that you have coaches like that to give you yeah, give you shit sure. to try. I mean, that's a big thing for me. It's like you know I, I want to keep getting better. So I, I every show I go into, I have like one simple personal goal. Of like, okay, this is what I've been doing badly lately. I'm gonna try to focus on this thing, yeah. and sometimes it works, and I feel great, and sometimes it doesn't, and I feel like I'm worse than I've ever been, and will only get worse. You know, is <laughs> that, that do you think you'll ever get like burnt out, like or have you? Like I know I see guys. I hope not, but you know, it's like I don't think I'll get burned out in the way that that people seem to generally get burnt out, yeah. you know, of like just going dead eyed and doing their mm-hmm. bit over and over and over because that's how they, that's how they get their pellet. You know, yeah. it's like, I, I, I get worn down on certain things, mm-hmm. but it's because I feel like maybe a sense of stasis or like, you know, like I just haven't, you know, like it's not helping me be better and I may just be getting worse in it, you know, like that, that stuff. But you know, it's something I think about a lot yeah. of like, I'm constantly thinking about like what I should stop doing and what I should try to do next. Mm-hmm. And it's hard cause I really like everything that I'm doing. So, but I, pr- I pretty constantly am like, well, is our, for what we are doing is everyone committed to it and is it worthwhile yeah. or are we just sort of marking time, you know? And it's hard to know yeah. exactly it, if, if either one of those things are the case, mm-hmm. You know, so I'm, I don't know, I'm pretty inquisitive, you know, I have a lot of like interior yeah. questioning going, going on uh-huh. for me. So, so I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> but, I will. Cause you're, but maybe, guys, you know? you're one of the guys I've looked up to since I started and, and there's other people that have been doing it probably longer or maybe, I don't know. I don't know. But they, they're kind of what you said, like just. I'm like I watch them on stage, and it's not just one show; it's every show. And I'm yeah. like, 
what are you what are you still doing this for? And yeah. it scares me because I moved here. I basically I came here to visit a local three years ago, and I he bought me a ticket to Felt. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, that was the first improv show I saw, and I fell in love. And I, a year later, I saved up money and I moved to Chicago. Yeah, and I started doing improv, and and it's it's scary. And so like my my family's brain, they have no idea what they uh, they still yeah. think I do stand up. Yeah, you know, or whatever they because they can't right. wrap their head around it. And in in their brain, like I came home, I must have done crack cocaine <laughs> in Chicago. I'm addicted to it you now, and Chicago's the only place I can get it. So, right. they, so they have no idea. And it just uh, scares me to be like in love with an art form that like yeah. I I don't ever want to be like that. Yeah, you know, I dude, I hear you. You know, and I mean, and that's the thing is that like I think that. That you, that then having that level of passion for it, it's like any kind of relationship that you have true passion for. If you realize that it is like true love, then you have to treat it with respect, mm-hmm. and that means that it's more than just showing up. You know, yeah. like it's a desire to keep it good and yeah. a desire to keep working at it. You know, and like good long-term relationships require work, and it's that's between people but that's it's no different with you and your art too you know like you if you if you just start phoning it in then then you you know it's you you're the uh the 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 total like cliche of you know the the dead marriage you know but but with the thing that you claim is what makes you alive yeah (laughs) yeah that's right I, I mean, to hear that. Yeah. you know, that's, that's definitely something I, I struggle with yeah. is that I don't want to, I don't want to be a bad partner in my relationships or in, yeah. with my art, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, this is all I got. I may as well use the time that I've got to, <laughs> you know, do something worthwhile. For so, sure. You know? Yeah. So that's anyway, <laughs> I mean, not that I know anything. I'm still like completely, you know, I'm well, still like fighting yeah. that fighting those feelings all the time of like, what do, what, how do I keep the fire alive? You know? Well, I um, think the fact, I think I don't, again, I, I feel like I don't, I don't know, but I feel like just the fact that you have those thoughts yeah, yeah, is well, part of what's keeping the fire alive. You know, yeah. like it's like, well, we got to stay awake. Yeah. You know, stay awake. It's like that's the that's what that's what I think it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. I'm gonna go take an improv class. <laughs> go go get back into class or something. Yeah, you know, I think about that a lot too. It's uh, just yeah, just, just staying st- staying vibrant. You know, staying Always working on something. Yeah, I take it. Yeah, awesome. Well, thanks, man. I mean, the dog went off a little while ago, but was there? Do we cut? Do we like? Did, was there anything that we didn't talk about that you wanted to touch on? I I feel good. Right yeah, now. I feel, I good, feel too. good. I'm yeah. okay. Yeah, I feel I'm good okay. too. Good. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah.